Till I'm Tiptoed You Dot com The podcast about pop culture Black history and spirituality Yeah It's about to be a great vibe Dr. Tip Gonna take it away Till I'm Tiptoed You It's your girl Tip. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Tell Em Tip Told You, the podcast where I share with you all my musings about black history, black culture, and black spirituality. There are a couple things I want to talk to you about today. Um, the chief among them is what's been going on with the podcast, I think is representative of what's been going on with a lot of us. So I want to address that. Um, I want to talk about some tools for self-care, and then I want to tell you about my plans for the rest of the year. You ready? Let's go. So if you saw my socials um, this week about the podcast, then you know I talked about how, and I'm sure I'm not telling anybody anything that they don't already know, that this is a rough season. (laughs) (laughs) For those of us who love humanity, this is a rough season. Oh, my goodness. Um, You know, when we look at uh, what's happening um, to Gaza in Israel right now, when we look at um, wars across the African continent, when we look at colonialism rearing its ugly head in many different places, Um, When we look at anti-voting rights in the United States, when we look at the economy, when we look at climate change, like this is a hard time for those of us who love love, (laughs) for those of us who love life. Um, And I got caught up in that. I I got swept up in that. And, and you know, it, um, it, it's just, it's difficult to maneuver Um, life when you're not using your tools you know tools (laughs) I tell this to my students all the time this is a case of don't do what I do do what I say Um, and so I'm going to tell you what I must have forgotten along the way which is tools don't work if they remain in the toolbox so it doesn't matter if you you have all this spiritual juice if you have um, amazing Um, meditation techniques and um, practices if you move your body in such a way that it's these things don't matter if they're not something that we put into um, practice often if we're not using them when needed if we just um, there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is the know-how. Wisdom is to is the application of the knowledge, right? And so many of us have the knowledge of how to do things that we need to do for self-care and self-sustaining uh, activities. But if we're not doing them when we need them the most, which is, again, what tends to happen to some of us. Um, I don't think I'm alone in this, which is why I'm sharing it with you. I'm not making excuses, Right. The ex- making an excuse would be, you know, trying to pretend like I-, I might not ever do this again. But if you've been following the podcast for any period of time, you know, this is something I struggle with. Um, but coming to you all when I don't feel 100 percent 
is is a, a challenge that I have and I have not employed the tools that I need to employ to keep up with things. And so that's where I am, right? Um, because of all the reasons I just explained, um, it is easy as a person, again, who loves humanity to be swept up in all that is happening right now. Um, in fact, like right now, I'm trying to record the podcast. My computer isn't operating. I'm recording on my phone because I'm like, forget it. Because colonialism is a result and a perpetuator of scarcity mindset. Like the whole idea of colonialism rests on a need to provide um, for oneself because one believes in scarcity. There's not enough to go around. And so I have to hoard these resources. I have to take these resources from other people. And those of us who want to practice decolonialism, which is again, as I've said before, is a practice. It's not something that we ever master, right? It's a continual self-reflective process. Um, and if I'm honest with myself, my decolonization of self um, needed some support because I fell and and am just clawing myself out of the scarcity mindset that is the result of colonialism, right? Capitalism, it, it all of it depends on um, the misconception that there have to be people who don't have, right? And when we are not well, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, when we're not well, we tend to fall back to that even when we're resisting it. So let me tell you what that looks like for me. I just went through a year-long breakup, <laughs> probably more than a year, where um, it was, we were broken up in everything but name only. Like, we didn't make the official declaration that this is over because I suffer from, when I am, um, challenged in other areas of my life, like looking at what the world is burning, right? When I'm looking at that, then it looks like I, ca I have to hold on to this one thing, even if that one thing is not healthy. Now, there's a part of us when that happens that recognizes that the one thing is a myth, right? And that there is enough abundance in the world to do without the one thing. But again, most of us, across the globe have been socialized by this scarcity mindset. And we believe, um, especially when things are happening the way they are, where scarcity seems to be more real than ever before. Like, is there enough clean water? Is there enough clean air? Is there enough land for people not to shed blood over? Is there enough knowledge of history? Is there enough caring about education? Is there enough? You see how you can easily fall into hell? No, it ain't enough for none of that. That's a scarcity mindset. And, and those of us, especially those of us who preach abundance, who talk about manifesting, who believe in the power of spirit, then we have to remind ourselves, particularly when we hit these low moments, that scarcity is colonialism and scarcity is violence. Right? That's what breeds violence. Is the, is the belief that there's not enough of anything for any one of us. And the unfortunate part is those of us who suffer um, the most are probably those of us who care the most. And it's easy to feel like we're up against a wall. 
right? That there is nothing we can do. But I wanted to take the time. This is not going to be a long episode because I, I am still, let, let me tell you something, what God gave me this morning. I was trying to record the weekly affirmations because I'm trying to get back into that. I didn't upload it today because I just didn't think it was good enough. But anyway, um, but when I was trying to, you know, asking for what today's affirmation should be, here's what I was getting. By the definition of a valley, there is a way out. Some of us are in our valley. We're in our valley moment. But by the very definition of what a valley is, there is a way out. Right? It's not a canyon. <laughs> it's not a sinkhole. By the very definition of what a valley is, there's a way out. And some of us are in our valleys right now. Right? And one of the first things we need to do is recognize that we're in that valley. Right? So my um, desire to give up, my desire to hold to things that weren't healthy because they felt safe. Listen, discomfort can feel like safety if that's what you're used to. I, I'm going to say that again because I need to hear it again. Discomfort can feel like safety if that's what you're used to. And some of us don't recognize that we're in the valley because we're holding to that discomfort. And we think it's okay because it's what we're used to. Right? But I'm here to remind you that thinking... You thinking that your current context, that your current experience is all that you have placed before you is indeed a scarcity mindset. If you think that this is all the world can offer you, if you think this is all that love can create for you, if you believe that your ancestors do not work in your favor, you are operating in a scarcity mindset. Kwame Ture said that one of the most powerful tools in the hands of the oppressor is the mind of the oppressed. The moment we resign ourselves to our current reality, they won. The moment we believe that conflict in Gaza has to happen on either side, they won. I believe in the abundance of peace. I believe in the abundance of love. I believe in the abundance of resources. I believe in the abundance of people, of joy, of happiness. Am I consistent in that belief? Hell no, I get shook sometimes like because I'm human. But when we stop and remember, I think I, I just always want us to remember that decolon decolonization, excuse me, Decolonization is a practice. It requires critical self-reflection. Some of us are in that valley because we have forgotten what Kwame Ture told us. We cannot resign ourselves to the belief that this is reality. I refuse to believe that we have to accept genocide. I refuse to believe that. I, I just refuse to believe that. I don't think we have to accept these things. Because I want to remind you, y'all know I bring it up probably on almost every episode. Toni Morrison, when she reminds us that distraction, it comes in the form of scarcity mindset sometimes. Where I, I believe that this is all that is, all that I can have, all that I can experience. And then I stay stuck in it and I don't actively work towards what will it take to change things. 
things. I look at what's happening with the government not listening to the common person saying, not in my name, don't, don't. These are war crimes that are happening. How you the only person in the UN ain't? Anyway, you understand what I'm saying? How do we... Scarcity makes me believe that I don't have the agency to change things. Some of us have resigned to the fact that we, this is just what it is. It's not what it is. We have to do the work to create internal joy at the micro level so that we can be in community and collaborate for joy at the macro level. Because I refuse to believe that there's not enough joy to go around. I'm not giving in like that. I've decided there ain't going to be no easy way over here. I'm coming up out this valley. Kicking, fighting, and screaming. Some of you have become too comfortable in your valley. Get out. Get somebody to pull you out. Get somebody to push you out. Get somebody to pray you out. Whatever they got to do. Whatever you got to do. Come up out of that. That mindset of scarcity. You are bigger than any issue that is going on right now. We are bigger than any issue that's happening right now. And I refuse to believe that there is not a way out. I refuse to believe it. Call me what you want to. I'm not going to accept that. I just want, I just wanted to come here to remind you not to drop the things that put us back into a, a place of power in terms of what we believe is possible. Because let me tell you a secret. If you don't believe it's possible, you don't fight for it. If you don't believe it's possible, you don't do the work necessary to bring it so. To make it so. When I had, y'all know I'm a college dropout. I dropped out of fam. Happy homecoming week to the Rattlers, baby. Um, but when I gave up, oh, I can't pass this class. That's when I stopped going. When, when my GPA got low enough, ain't no need of me trying to graduate from family. That's when I stopped. This is what Toure was reminding us when he said the most powerful tool is the mind of the oppressed in the hands of the oppressor. When we believe that this is what it is, we stop fighting to make it something else. And so I just want to bring you back gently to the tools at your immediate disposal to take care of self. I'm not even getting into the political organizing part of this. Uh, maybe we can have somebody on the podcast in a couple of weeks to do that. I just want to start at the micro level because some of us, if I, 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 again, I do not think I'm alone. Some of us are too close to shutting down because we've resigned ourselves to the valley. All right. So I want to remind you of some things that you probably already know how to do. This list is probably going to be what? We already do that. You're probably going to think that, but no, some of us have not been doing it, even if we know how. So number one is prayer. I ain't going to tell you who to pray to. Y'all know I'm Christian plus. I do a whole lot of stuff. I talk to a whole lot of spirits. <laughs> but I just want to remind you of the power of prayer. The power of the spoken word. Normal. I feel shit. Those things, we can speak things into existence. Don't resign to scarcity, y'all. We can have it. So the first one is prayer. The second one is meditation. You know, you've probably seen that med um, that meme that goes around that says prayer is speaking to spirit and meditation is listening. But I do believe that. So, so meditation not only helps you receive messages from beyond. I also, um, we also know, not I, 
we also know, um, and it's well researched, that meditation has a positive impact on your stress levels. It, it brings things back into normalcy, right? Your, your memory gets better. Your social relationships get better when you're in a period of um, meditation and gratitude. So I actually put the third one in there, which is gratitude. Make sure you're grateful for the things we have. Right? It's Listen, with the, world, the world is a dumpster fire right now. But, the, but even with that, there's an abundance of things to be grateful for. I'm grateful that although my computer is jacked up right now when I'm trying to record this podcast, I'm grateful that I have my phone and I have an app on my phone that I can record the podcast and upload it in a minute. All right? So I'm grateful. Grounding is a practice. Some of us, uh, many of us, in fact, I, you know, I've also stopped the meditations on YouTube. Those will be coming back this weekend. Many of us throughout our day need a grounding. Just just take a second, a minute or two, go outside, put your feet in the grass. Or turn off the lights in your office and breathe and let's focus on the breathing. Or do the 54321 method. Do something to ground yourself in the moment, particularly when you feel your mind racing about, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Or you resent things that have happened previously. Bring yourself to the current moment and find the joy, the peace, and the love in that. Um, that is number, my number five is love. Connect to people, right? We need each other, partic- we need each other all the time, but really right now we do really what right now we do um that's why i had to finally again i told you that that breakup was at least a year long um but part of that was if i'm it's too much happening in the world for me to be unhappy in my relationship i'm gonna say that again because there's some of y'all out there i know i'm not alone it's too much going on in the world you got too much stress to be in an unhappy relationship that brings you even more stress when I tell you the peace that I have gotten, <laughs> oh boy, I'm sleeping better at night. I really was afraid, and, and I'll talk about this more on another podcast, but I really was afraid of feeling alone and loneliness. I'll tell anybody that listens, I am not built for single life. So if any of y'all are matchmakers or got some fine uncles, cousins, some of y'all young enough daddies, just, you know, your girl is single. <laughs> but but for real I'm for real about that too I do believe in matchmaking that's just an FYI <laughs> but really peace is important and anything that disrupts your peace is a problem okay don't it's too much happening in the world again for people who love humanity it's too much going on for us to be also unhappy in our homes we have to be careful with each other one right now we should be careful with each other all the time but particularly right now. The games that people play, we ain't got time for that right now. We need to be trying to raise the vibration here on planet Earth. I need y'all to stop playing with folk. It's too many people out here playing with people. And again, much of that gaming comes from a scarcity mindset. You're ex- uh, Anyway, that, uh, that's another episode. I'm going to get there. Joy is number six. <laughs> Joy is number six on my list. We got to find ways to be happy, y'all. If that, whatever it is, if you like to color, if you like to paint, if you like to play in makeup, if you like to cook, if you like to just walk in a park, if you like to play with puppies, find ways to intentionally bring more joy into your life. 
Because let me tell y'all what I had gotten caught up in. I had gotten caught up in, you get up, get dressed for work, you barely leave yourself enough time to get to work on time, so there's no time to just relax, enjoy a nice cup of coffee or tea before you run into work, you get to work, you're not taking the time out to ground, you're not taking the time out to love on folk, you're just grinding all day, you leave work, you might go by the grocery store, pick up something, come home, cook, you cook, you clean, you wash the day off. It's time to go to bed and you do it all over again. And there has not been an intentional piece of joy in your day. I don't care what it is. I need for you to find a way, a way. It doesn't have to be the way every day. It can be a different way every day. Share ideas. So, yeah, y'all, share ideas. So, you know, in the podcast, underneath is a place to leave comments. Y'all come leave some comments for how to, to put more joy in day. Uh, Friday... My colleagues bullied me into all of us just jointly cleaning the office. And I put on some nice clean up the house music that your mama used to play back in the day. And it was joyful. I don't like to clean. <laughs> I don't like to clean. That, that ain't my thing. I cook all day. Cleaning just ain't my forte, right? I organize, but I ain't trying to be clean. Um, I need to hire people to do that. I'm just not, that ain't my thing. Um, I probably shouldn't have said that out loud because I just told y'all looking for a man. I do clean house when I have to. Anyway. Um, but I found that the music made the process more joyful. And so I intentionally put on clean up music because it made me feel like, okay, I can do this. I, it's fun. Right? I um, tell my clients that everybody should have a, a superhero theme song that you play on those days where you need to feel like to show no shit. Right? So find your theme music. Play your theme music on the drive to work. Get your mind right before you go into the office. Find ways to incorporate joy. My coworkers and I will send each other TikTok videos throughout the day. Things that make you laugh, things that make you smile. Again, the world is too heavy right now for us not to be intentional about joy. So from now on, I want you to look at your daily to-do list and put it in wherever you can. If you got to schedule it like a meeting, schedule it like a meeting. And then um, the next point, what are we on, number seven, is to study. I know you're like, to, what does that have to do with dealing with the heavy? As black folk, I, I'm just going to speak for me. Nothing has given me a greater sense of confidence that I can deal with the heavy than me looking at evidence that my ancestors dealt with the heavy. I was talking to somebody the other day and she said she's tired of learning about slavery. I can understand trauma and fatigue that comes along with that. But here's why I will never grow tired. Do you know what them people were built? Do you know what they endured? I got that DNA. Do you know what they overcame? Do you know what they built one generation beyond that? Things that we still haven't mirrored. You know, that kind of resilience, strength, tenacity, the study of your history will give you evidence that scarcity is colonialism. And it will remind you of the abundance of black joy. So that's number seven. Number eight, I want you to, to and this I guess it's a subset of uh, study. I want you to determine in your heart to be a my room. I ain't going to tell you what it is. I'm going to just drop a link in the podcast show notes, show notes, and you go 
read about the maroon model that I developed a couple years ago. So that's really all I wanted to do with the podcast today. I told you we'll get back on track to the real deal, Holyfields. Let me tell you another reason why the podcast has been missing. Because you all that have been listening to the podcast for for a while now, you know most of my best episodes are from rants. (laughs) Something's going on I think is crazy and I want to tell you how I feel about it. Uh, There's been so much going on, I don't know what the hell to talk about. (laughs) I just don't know what to focus on no more because it's like everywhere you look there's an issue that I want to rant about. So I got to figure out what that looks like. But rather than leaving you behind as I try to figure it out, I'm going to come back here because, again, this place gives me joy. And I'm going to be, and I want you to be, I want us to be more intentional about that joy. And I want to send you so much love and light right now. So much. As much as your heart can hold. As much as you are capable of having. I want to send you enough love and light to remind you that the universe is abundant. That blackness is abundant. I just want you to be happy, y'all. Let's get free. Here. Tell them to tell you.